This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to get to visit with long-term brilliant CEO, Barb Martin. I had the chance to work with Barb, to, to see Barb work for, for a, a couple decades now. Fantastic leader in Illinois. She's also worked throughout the country. She's going to talk to us today about what trend she's watching in healthcare and leadership and a lot more. Barb, can you take a moment to introduce yourself to the audience? Uh, yes, I'm Barb Martin. I am the former CEO of West Suburban Medical Center and Vista Health System, where I spent over 20 years as a CEO and currently have a, a BGM healthcare consulting business where I consult on leadership and operations of hospitals and delighted to be on this call today. Barb, thank you so much. When you watch Trends Today in Healthcare, what are the big trends you're watching? What are you watching sort of on the staffing side, the labor side, the reimbursement side? What are you watching? What do you have your eye on when you look at trends today that are concerning health system leaders? Well, one of the things that I see that have really caused in the last two years and again in and the last half of 2022 is the issue with staffing of nurses and nurses going to the agencies, which is doubling the cost of labor for hospitals, which, you know, to when you're doubling, you know, maybe adding six million to your operational expenses based on labor, that's right off your bottom EBITDA line. And so that becomes, uh, uh, has been a very big issue and to watch closely. Um, it's continuing, uh, you know, nurses are, are very smart people. I'm a nurse myself and, uh, you know, they've made the moves. The experienced nurses have moved into working for agencies where they make double the money and uh, can work when they want. So labor is a huge issue. And it's not only just in nursing, it's also in the skilled areas of radiology, rad techs, nuclear med, all those areas that have been difficult to recruit and will continue to be difficult to recruit. And with that, the hospitals are paying very, very high salaries if they're employed very different than it was before. If I look at operational trends, uh, no doubt, you know, with a higher expenses, your, you know, you have to tighten your belt and your net revenue is lower, thus your EBIT is lower. But I think what we're going to see with the new announcement that on May 11th, Biden is going to call quits to the COVID Act, this is going to significantly impact hospitals and revenue and reimbursement uh, because the CARES Acts in these areas have been, quite frankly, added into many people's 2023 budget. So it'll be interesting to see how we all have to manipulate and move around with high labor costs, a lower reimbursement from the federal government, and thus working leaner, however we do that. But we also have to continue to grow, you know, in clinical areas and produce high quality outcomes. Thank you very, very much. You talked about nurse leadership and you being a nurse who became a CEO. Talk about sometimes why nurses become great leaders and talk a little bit about that track to leadership for nurses. Well, I, I have to tell you, you know, I started out in nursing right out of college in a four-year program and got my MBA, you know, within, I think, six years after that. Went to a hospital in the south suburbs of Chicago Worked there 10 years, worked my way up from a staff nurse to a director of nursing, and then was recruited by a competitor to become the chief nursing officer. When I got my MBA, um, my intent was always to be a CNO, certainly, but then to move outside of hospital operations. 
And people would say, well, why don't you get a master's in nursing? Uh, I said, because I, you know, needed the skill sets of finance, et cetera. It was difficult. I worked hard at it. Uh, you know, as a CNO, as I say, it's one of the toughest jobs, even sometimes tougher than a CEO's job. But you have to be resilient. You have to be a motivator. You have to execute. You have to produce outcomes. And again, uh, really engage the nurses to want to stay at your facility, et cetera. I have many directors and VPs who have become, who worked for me, who have become CNOs and who have also become CEOs of hospitals. And they've done that, I think, probably by my example of, you know, integrity in my leadership style, execution in producing outcomes. Um, a good example is, you know, when the CEO would say, Barb, I got to have you cut expenses. Uh, we've got to, and, you know, I don't expect him to tell me or he or she to tell me how to do it. I expect, I ex expected myself to find a way to do it. And we did it and we executed it and we produced the outcomes to make the organization as a whole successful. Nursing is not the only one that makes the hospital successful. Uh, the C CNO has to work as a team with the other executives. But again, execution, integrity, and the passion for highest quality of care, and quite frankly, building physician relationships. Um, and I think being a clinical person in my early days allowed me, allows me to this day to understand doctors, to understand their needs, and to make the environment that I'm leading in as CEO be the best organization for them to want to work and come to whatever hospital I was CEO at. Thank you. And take a moment, Barb, looking at the 2023, what are you most focused on and excited about this year? You know, I think hopefully as we, we're going to learn how to work in the normal world of healthcare, of reimbursement, et cetera, you know, COVID is, I'm excited that, you know, COVID has just become a, another disease that we're going to see every year, I believe, and get booster shots, et cetera, like flu, pneumonia, et cetera. Um, it's a, you know, we have to learn to see this as the norm to work with the reimbursement that we're getting to, to um, continue to build our clinical service lines, our quality. You know, we have to refocus back on quality of care. And, um, you know, really, there's so much competition in the Chicago market that we, the hospitals that I lead, I have to make it the best hospital for a doctor to want to work there. And that's exciting to me when I can get doctors to come to my hospital and come in my office and say, hey, Barb, this is one of the best places I've worked. Um, and I want that to be with physician staff and for the reputations of the hospital to have the highest quality. So, you know, that's exciting to me to be able to get back to the norm and work aggressively with that. Thank you very much. And, and, and Barb, you've got this great mix of being principled, being able to deal with people well, deal with them fairly, not be overly aggressive, but at the same time, get done what has to be done. When you think about leadership and leadership style, did you have to, did you have to develop one or was that your natural style? Because your natural style is fantastic. How did you sort of go about thinking about leadership style or how you handle yourself? Um, you know, it's something that I believe you, it evolves over your whole career. Um, certainly, 
you know, I'm one that had worked in hospitals since I was, I think, 14 years old as a candy striper. And um, so, you know, hospitals are my passion. But, you know, what I learned quickly, and I learned from a great CNO at my first hospital where I was a nurse, and he was actually the CNO COO at the time. Um, I learned of uh, the ability to have fun as a leader, but also to be able to execute, to motivate. And, you know, oftentimes the leaders, you know, you can be criticized that you may be too tough or, you know, you have too high expectations. But, um, you know, uh, that's something that you balance over the years. Uh, but, you know, it is something that has evolved. I think, you know, if I look at myself as a kid, I was very independent and very, um, you know, self-sufficient. I was the youngest, though, so sometimes that doesn't go that way, but I was. And um, and I just continued to work to, you know, take feedback, uh, constructive feedback, and continue to work as I do. I have people who follow me from hospital to hospital. And, you know, and when I see one of my previous leaders who worked for me are, you know, who become a CNO or become, I have three that are CEOs, you know, that's just very exciting to me. And that just tells me, and, and they're executors, they have high integrity, they have compassion to work with physicians, staff, and the community. And, uh, you know, those are those qualities that you have to work on. Barb, I want to thank you for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. It's been a, just a privilege getting a chance to work with you for, for a very long time. Just a phenomenal leader. Thank you for joining us today again. Barb Martin. Barb, the name of your consulting firm, and where can people find Barb Martin? You can find me on LinkedIn or Facebook. You can also find me on LinkedIn, certainly has my profile and, uh, you know, through my cell number or email address. But it's, you know, Barb Martin 414 at msn.com. And Barb, thank you again for joining us on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Always phenomenal. Great to catch up. Thank you very much. Thanks, Scott. Have a great day. Bye-bye.